everyone. It is Brittany from the Designers Group. I am so excited to be joining you live again this week. We will be going live every Thursday at noon from this week forward, or I guess last week forward. And today I'm really excited. We have a guest speaker named Molly coming on. And we are going to talk a little bit about what she does and some common mistakes homeowners make when they're building a home. And she's going to share all kinds of tips and advice with us on how to avoid some of these common mistakes. Um, so I started off actually not in construction at all. I was working in a medical office and I was kind of recruited into expediting, which I did for uh, some years. And then I transferred over into the construction industry. And obviously, I know Gleema, we're old friends, and Gleema, you know, is your CEO of the designers group, and, yes. you know, we've worked, uh, you know, actually, we haven't worked on a project yet, we're getting there, but Gleema's really, really big in the industry, as far as interior design goes. Yeah, and that's a huge jump from being in, like, a, like, kind of like a healthcare position into construction. Yeah. 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 So did you did you always have like an interest in construction, or was that like something that that kind of came later? Um, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so many people go to school and study and then end up doing something completely different than what they wanted to do. specialize in marketing and that's what I do so here at the designers group I do a lot of marketing and business development so I work alongside the designers but I don't really have anything to do with the actual design process okay. yeah so I do a lot of the marketing a lot of the like everyone sees the fun things that go on on Instagram and the reels and TikTok and Twitter that's where a lot of my specialty is so I've learned like an exponential amount about design, interior design, and like everything that comes along with it. So it's been like really interesting. Wow, so cool. Yeah. Now, I know you were talking because you are you do a lot of like um, homes. Am I, I'm correct with that, right? Uh, actually not. We don't do homes. We do very large projects. Oh, okay. So completely opposite. so many possible like mistakes that can be made and like different things that can go awry especially if you're working on projects of that scope what are some common mistakes that you find people make and that's a, that's a great question so i think that um with owners right who want to make renovations I, i'll even discuss like the small projects first of all if you're a homeowner and you're 
York City and you want to make renovations to your your house, you do you do need to obtain certain permits if you're yeah. changing specific parts. Uh, if you're changing certain things in your house, so a lot of people will do like under the you know under the counter stuff. Like they'll do it at night, they'll make a renovation, but it's not always worth it because if you get a stop work order, then you're going to pay that fine. You're going to have to pay for a designer, a drafter to get a file, to get a permit, and that in and of itself is just not worth it. So my first recommendation to any homeowner who wants to make renovations is call up the expediter and say, hey, do X, Y, and Z. Or you can call me for free. I'll give you the advice for free just because, like, why not? Um, <laughs> do I need to file a permit? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel bad for, I honestly am a huge owner's advocate. I really feel bad for owners. The city has become very difficult. Um, they put in so many new laws uh, restricting owners, penalizing owners. Um, again, it gives safety to tenants, but it also um, comes at a huge disadvantage to homeowners. Yeah, so and then there's a big tur- there. There can be a long turnaround time too when you apply for a lot of these permits. Like they don't get back to you right away. Correct, correct. So it's, it's a huge process, and if it's not done correctly, a lot of time and money will be will be lost. So mm-hmm. that's with like smaller projects. I would say know what you're doing before you do it. Get it budgeted properly, and also know if you need to pull permits. Yeah. Um, and, and a big mistake actually is having to do with interior designer. It's a small thing. There's so many different things that can go wrong. Is that a lot of owners want to cut corners mm. when it comes to building? So I have clients that will come to us with like architectural MEP plans, which MEP is uh, mechanical electrical plumbing, but they won't have an interior designer on board. They're like, we don't need it. We don't care for it. And then it comes down to the last couple of months. They finished. Uh, they finished framing the, the floors. But there's no tiles, there's no design, there's no uh, layout, there's no furniture, there's no cabinetry, no furnishings, nothing. And they ask us, the builders, to decide for them. So something, a conversation that we have very often with our owners is to get yourself an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll save yourself so much time and money. They'll scope out and price up all the different details. Um, and in the long run, you're going to be, you're, you're going to save time and money. And that's essentially what the biggest problem is with construction time and money and time is money. Yeah. And I've heard that. So I've heard this so many times from so many of the designers in here. And I think one of the common things is people don't really know the difference between an interior designer and an interior decorator. So a lot of times people mistakenly think that an interior designer is just doing like the furnishings and like the finishing touches and maybe like decor, but it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, the common mistake is that I believe that owners get blindsided by promises that aren't fulfilled. For example, I have an owner who hired an architect and three different engineers and an expediter and a surveyor and all these different applicants that you need to, to, to get, and they they don't they don't promise everything they meet. They're supposed to promise in their contracts. Mm. Um, they they don't talk to each other. Designers don't talk to each other, which is the big blow. Yeah. Oh wow. So when we do that, we build it like imagine yourself in like a like a 
video game, mm -hmm. they can detect flashes. So they'll say, hey, your duck is going through the elevator shaft. You need to fix this. So that when we build it, we don't have these problems. And the building process goes super quickly. Uh, and, and any of our clients who've already done, gone through the BIM uh, program, they use us for the following project. And it's, it's, been, it's been really, really successful. Yeah, I, that uh, Jacob just commented and said that's a common issue. I've heard that issue from so many people over and over again. A lack of communication between people. They get to build and because no, no one talked to each other. Now they wanted, you know, they wanted the ceiling this level, but there's, you know, there's piping that's running through there, and they're like, well, the piping can't be raised, so this is how high the ceiling's going to be. the board no matter what you're doing whether it is in a professional scope or it's you know in your personal life across everything that is like the biggest thing ever teamwork and communication and keeping that flowing and I feel like sometimes because people are working in these like different areas so like you have the electrician you have the plumber you have the designer you have the architect you have you know the contractor and like there's just so many points that are miscommunicated so to like have something that links everyone together and they're able to communicate freely that I'm sure just like streamlines everything to just it's a whole new level of being able to work you save so much money because you don't have to go back and fix all these things like that wastes so much time and money and just headache
promises that aren't fulfilled. For example, I'll have an owner who hired an architect and three different engineers and an expediter and a surveyor and all these different applicants that you need to, to, to get, and they they don't they don't promise everything they make they're supposed to promise in their contracts. Mm. Um, they they don't talk to each other. Designers don't talk to each other, which is the big love. Yeah. Jacob just commented and said that's a common issue. I've heard that issue from so many people over and over again. A lack of communication between people. They get to build and know because no one talked to each other. Now they wanted, you know, they wanted the ceiling this level, but there's, you know, there's piping that's running through there. And they're like, well, the piping can't be raised, so this is how high the ceiling's going to be. the board no matter what you're doing whether it is in a professional scope or it's you know in your personal life across everything that is like the biggest thing ever teamwork and communication and keeping that flowing and I feel like sometimes because people are working in these like different areas so like you have the electrician you have the plumber you have the designer you have the architect you have you know the contractor and like there's just so many points that are miscommunicated so to like have something that links everyone together and they're able to communicate freely that I'm sure just like streamlines everything to just it's a whole new level of being able to work you save so much money because you don't have to go back and fix all these things like that wastes so much time and money and just headache There's a lot of local laws that were sh that 
that restrict us from doing certain things, right? Yeah. Like we have regulations, we have zoning codes, we have construction codes. There are different local laws that apply to building owners, and they have to have certain inspections done on their boiler, on their heat vest, on different on their roofs, on their mechanicals and stuff. So there is a law that came out in 2019 called Local Law 97, mm-hmm. and they are trying to reduce carbon emissions in buildings. So, so that being said. something that we like really are passionate about here in the um, designers group is being sustainable and being eco-friendly and like keeping those things at like a top of our standards because I mean it's I feel like it's kind of out in the open now like everyone for the most part's on the same page that things need to make sure the environment's taken care of and you know Yeah, we were talking about that just last week. We were talking about switching out the light bulbs to the LEDs and how much just more efficient they are. And you spend a little bit in that, in that a little bit more in that that front cost to make sure that later, you know, you don't it, everything's taken care of. We also talked a lot, and it's really important to us that we make sure things are built to last. You know, because then you don't have to go back and do it again. within a budget but making sure that those products that are used are of quality and that hit those standards and last I mean no one wants to redo their countertops you know over and over and over again and in the long run for the environment that's just not something that needs to be done and it's not helping their pockets either and I feel like that's really important when you convey it to those clients is to be like listen in the long run if you spend just a little bit you're going to be able to get not only the results you want, but the lasting results that you're looking for. Yeah, I always forget about the LEDs and how they're like, uh, they're, they don't heat anything up. So like with those old light bulbs, you I've seen like old movies and stuff. I don't know, maybe I'm dating myself. Like the old movies, they'll like stand next to it because like heat's coming off. But like if anyone young is on this, they're probably gonna have no idea what I'm talking about. But like in older movies, you'll they'll make reference to the light bulbs like putting off heat. And those LEDs don't do that. So like 
it, like right now, it is so hot outside. If you don't have some LEDs in there and you have all the lights on in your small New York City apartment or wherever you're living, it's going to get really hot. No, you know you don't need them today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need to today. It is. I'm looking up because we have a we have a skylight up here, so I'm looking out. I'm like, it is sunny. It is hot. I mean, is anything you can do to make it a more you know conducive environment, right? Awesome. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking, is there anything else you want to kind of touch base on? I'm going to open the floor up to you if there's anything that we didn't touch on that you were still looking to talk about today. Because I feel like we're learning so much, and you're really giving a lot of value to our listeners. Oh, sure. Sorry. Um, no, I feel like I covered a lot of, like, very basic surface stuff. Yeah. Um, any advice that I would give to mm-hmm. anyone? Um, I, I've talked about this on a it. Your work environment is extremely important, and I've learned this through my experiences. I've worked in amazing companies, and I've worked for companies that were, were not amazing. Um, you know, if you're not happy where you are, then either change the way that you look at things, and, you know, change your mentality, go on a little break, um, and if certain things are not changing, then do something that you love, because mm-hmm. if you're, you know, you work most of your life, right, so if you're not enjoying it, then you're going to be miserable, and like yeah. I feel, thank God, I feel like I don't work a day in my life now that I do this, because even though I'm busy, I love what I'm doing, and I'm in a healthy, um, uh, thriving environment, where there, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of community, a lot of teamwork, and to me, I think that that's, like, more than, more than money, let's be real, more than money, Absolutely. more than else, more than a title, being in a good environment, it's just... It's everything. Yeah, we, I know that here we hold that so important and so high. We want to make sure that, like, our culture here is incredible and everyone's happy. And I I heard a quote not that long ago. This isn't an, an exact quote, but it went along the lines of if, like, if you work, they say if you like, like what you do, you never work. But, like, that's not true. If you love what you do, you work twice as much, but it never feels like work. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, I love that. And it's like such like a, a good thing because it's so true. Like if you go in and you're happy and not only it rubs off of anyone or everyone around you and then the whole mood of an entire office or a room can change because you go, can go in like a thermometer and you're in or a thermostat, you are setting the temperature when you're not going in like a thermometer where you're going to go up and down all day. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much and for all the kind words. And Molly, we loved having you on today. And I hope that we can have you back again one day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great great job. Thank you. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you again. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me on another TTG Live. And I will see you next Thursday.
Bye. Yeah. All right.